You're you're telling me that that you're now trying to paint David Wallace as the hero of Dunder Mifflin rather than the. You just had to get into the weeds. You just had to get into the weeds. He's he's too busy flying yeah. at fl- flying at ten thousand feet. You know. Yep. Yep. He, you know. he couldn't really see what was going on. But uh, let me let me put a bow on this real quick. Okay? All right. <laughs> okay. Back in New York. <laughs> All right, well, welcome to Scotch's Blender, the podcast that tastes like the office and gets you drunk, like uh, taking it easy on uh, your first day because your boss just has absolutely zero work ethic. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Here on Scotch and Splendo, we're talking about anything and everything in the office, but most importantly, theories, side stories, and what ifs. We are your co-regional managers. I'm AJ. I'm BJ. And I am Nick. And uh, we are going to be doing a little bit of a lazy Scranton uh, today in time for Mother's Day. So we hope you had a happy Mother's Day. Uh, But first and foremost, we definitely want to take a real quick second uh, to remind you that if you guys are here and you're listening, that if you could leave us a five-star review, we would really appreciate it. It'd be great if you could do that for us. Five stars, and then leave us your fan theory uh, while you're actually writing your review uh, on Apple Podcasts or whatever po- pl- pad, whatever podcast platform you happen to be listening on. <laughs> now, you can also leave a voicemail. I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but you can leave a voicemail. Uh, that number is 319-359-7977. All you got to do is just uh, give that a ring. You don't have to talk to anybody. You just leave us a voicemail, drop us a line, and then we're going to play you right on the air like we're about to do right now. Hey, Scott and Splendermans. My name is Dylan. I'm a day one listener and a big fan of the pot. Love the lost Easter egg that BJ brought up a few episodes back, and I'm a big fan of lost. So first off, I do want to shame BJ for not knowing Desmond or Penny's name. <laughs> Just rewatched this. How do you not know their names? They're so important. But I do want to commend Nick for jumping in with the save, knowing their names, so the theory could be explained. You're a good man. A good man, Barella. Good man. So I want to expand on a shared universe idea and ask you how you think the office crew would fare on the island if they were the ones on the plane. Who's making it to the end? Who's digging up the hatch? Who's season one smoke monster fodder? Who's doing the most heroin? My personal take, Jim's going to be taking the role of Jack. He's the most level-headed, and Creed's definitely more of a lock. But I'd love to hear your takes on this. I love the podcast, and I look forward to every Monday with my Slendermans. See Very nice. Outstanding. All thank right. you, Dylan. Dylan, thank you so much. Uh, I'm going to be the first to tell you that I don't know anything about Lost. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate I really do like the uh, Splendorman's nickname, though. That's Yeah, a, that's I, think kind of that, a I think that's going to stick. I like I that that's one gonna a lot. Stick. So, yeah. but if you guys, I'll leave this kind of to uh, BJ and, and maybe Nick. I, sure. I just, I don't have a lot f- for you, honestly. <laughs> 
When would it comes would you say that it. you're lost? I would oh. say I'm a little lost on this subject, BJ. <laughs> yes. <laughs> God damn. So, okay, fine. Well, guys, fill me in. Who who yeah. do we have to play with here? So let's do let's do Nick, just a little. Yeah, start bit us of, off. Yeah, establishing here, I guess, for anybody else who's in the same boat as AJ. So Lost was on ABC. It was a show where basically like this plane crash happened. These guys ended up on an island. Um, a bunch of different folks from the plane, and then just sort of mysterious stuff started to happen from there. They found, like, there was this smoke monster early in the seasons that he referenced that was, like, killing people. Uh, they run into, like, a polar bear, but they're on a tropical island. They come across this hatch with a guy in it, Desmond, which is who we were talking about before. They meet um, a series of, of other survivors that they call the Others, and stuff like that. So it's kind of an interesting show. It was really, really good TV for like four seasons and then really crappy TV for another two or three. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> BJ, what do you what do you got in, in all this whole thing? Okay, so it's 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 who would kind of play what role. Yeah, who's um, who? Yeah. Is, is is the question. And I you know, I think Jim would be Jack, I guess, in this role, kinda like you know, the main character and the most level headed and kind of just like take charge. Um, for sure. I think, I think that would, that would play out the way he said, I, I honestly, let me, I need a minute to chew. I don't know. I, I, I like, okay. I don't know where they'd fit. They'd kind of create their own little, uh, lost universe. I think like, I mean, Kevin would be focused on like, we got to find some food, right? <laughs> and Kevin so, would be your Hurley I, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's your Hurley. And, uh, but, but he didn't win the lottery and, that's and right. he's, but they're both, they're both pretty lovable, I guess, but maybe they're both, yeah, maybe that's they, where the gambling thread ties them together. And I think, uh, <laughs> like, uh, Locke, I would almost say is probably maybe Dwight because yeah. Locke definitely thinks he has the most survival experience, even though he really doesn't. Okay. <laughs> like, you know, he, he knows the most maybe, but he really has no true experience. I mean, up until the plane crashed, I mean, he was in a, you know, he was in a wheelchair. He was crying to go to Australia to do a walkabout and they wouldn't let him go. Um, so I mean, he, besides like being able to throw a knife, I, I, I don't know his real experience. I think he's Dwight. I think he's Dwight. Okay. I think that's fair. I do like the idea of Creed. Um, being some sort of central force here. I think that he would end up being some sort of character that ends up leading like a sect of others on there that would just end up <laughs> following him and what he chooses to do because when you get in these situations, you've got like the desperation to try and find something that makes sense or something that, and that's where Creed and his wild cult leader experience would come in handy for sure. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. He's been hey, a part of how, several Hey, cults. Nick, Nick, what do you think about this one? Hit me. Angela is Ben. Is Ben from the others, the leader of the others? The others. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. I can't remember if it's his character in the show is from Iowa or if the guy who plays him is from Iowa, but there's some correlation to the state of Iowa with that character in the show, which is kind of fun. Okay. But that he, is fun. We sh- I wish it wasn't him. Of, he is sort of the shady, sort of shifty, mysterious leader of the others that they come across, and I could definitely see that as, as your angel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like the manipulative... Uh, sort of shitty individual yeah, yeah. i can see so that. does that Makes make sense. uh does that make kate uh pam is pam kate i think it's gotta unless unless maybe we had karen in at that point i think karen would make a good kate to jim's jack 
Okay. Amy, sure. maybe more so than Pam. Kate was pretty assertive and kind of like, you know, your your token female badass on the show type of character. It makes sense. And so that sort of screams more like a Karen than it does Pam to me. But I do think that this idea would have worked really well as a really funny, like, oh, like a bit at like the Emmys or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> where they did that as like a as like a skit, like a seven to ten minute thing. Like you remember when they did for the or, Oscars for Lord of the Rings, they had like the spoof with yeah. Jack Black and stuff. Just that sort of a yep. thing, but with the office cast on Lost. Oh yeah. Or they could have just done one a one off episode where they're lost on the island and whatever, and then it's it was all just Creed's imagination. Like yeah. you, they just the the end of the episode is just Creed typing into the Word document, and it was a Creed thought. They keep they keep finding mung beans everywhere. There's no explanation. Yeah, yeah. There's no explanation. Yeah. They keep dropping onto their heads uh, for no reason. Inside the hatch is I just think- a stolen laminator from the sheriff's station for fake IDs. <laughs> yeah. Um was there was there a, a character, I'm trying to think, on the show that like definitely thought he was in charge but just screwed everything up? Because that would be Michael. Uh, that's kind of S- Sawyer, I guess. But he was. I a was thinking more Sawyer, malicious. but yeah, I I I can't give. I don't know. I I don't know if I could give Sawyer to. Uh, maybe Robert California could be a Sawyer. He's like he kind of conniving. Yeah. yeah, I see. I see Robert California as kind of a Saeed almost. <laughs> like he's got like this okay, yeah, real real mysterious kind of. I don't borderline evil backstory that you don't quite know about. I think. Uh, yep, I, th- I think we can that's all. Fair. I think we can all agree that I know you're talking about Angela and with the others, but knowing nothing about the, uh, about the show lost and everything about the office. Yeah. Uh, I think I, it's safe to say that the others would be the warehouse based yeah. on. Yeah. Daryl, Daryl is your, based on direct quotes. Daryl is your Ben. There we go. He's the, he's the leader of the others. Yeah. I think I think uh Daryl is uh oh shoot uh what's the the blonde gal's name um uh Angela uh, Libby? Juliet Juliet oh tight ass no chick. Juliet <laughs> yeah yeah no no Daryl's Juliet because uh you think you know at first maybe she's evil but really she's good you know yeah like she kind of comes around and then she becomes part of the part of the main cast and she kind of ends up on their side of the island yeah that's a fun that's a fun one. I like imagining people like Michael in that situation giving what we know from his like Survivor Man episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. That's I'm just what picturing I like. them in like a torrential downpour and Michael's like, My legs are so cold. They're like, Why did you cut off your pants? Why did you cut off your pants? It's <laughs> <laughs> a beautiful piece of fabric. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, very, that is fun. Very, very I don't interesting. Know. I, I'm sorry I can't participate more in that one, guys. Uh, but, but yeah. pretty fun. Pretty. Fun. I think that's. I want. I want some more people to send in ideas on like uh, on Instagram or Twitter on this. What if? Oh yeah. And give us some fun. You know what? This would be. This will make a fun TikTok. Because yeah, for sure. There are. Because guess what? On TikTok, people are not afraid to tell us their opinions. Yeah. So no, they sure are point. not. <laughs> That's a very good point. I'm an idiot, and BJ's an idiot, and AJ's an idiot. Uh, yeah. We have oh, terrible yeah. crap takes. We also, we're, yeah. we're, 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 we're very right wing, but also we're very left wing. Yeah. 
We just can't. Yeah, nobody can figure <laughs> us out. <laughs> we, the inner machinations of our mind are an enigma. Macanudos? Macanudos. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that was a fun one to get us going. <laughs> that was uh, fun. Um, All right. And so this is a this is the lazy Scranton, okay? So yeah. unfortunately, that means that our lips are going to stay dry because we're not we're not tasting a bourbon today. We're not. Uh, wet um, the and we're just going to we're just going to wrap it off. Wrap a, a couple what ifs. I think is what this one is going to be, right? I think so. Yeah. I think some there's some, some great or... uh, fan theories that we've gotten in here. We've got a couple of uh, some fun what ifs. I think we're going to play through. I think. I think we brought a couple to the table to kind of uh, take us through too, and um, honestly, I'll jump right in with uh, with a fan theory that that recently came in. Hit if you guys want to do that, okay, go for it. Um, so this is this is actually coming from Jack, uh, who wrote us on Instagram. From Lost? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh jack had this and he wrote it on in and he said hey guys huge huge office fan watch it on repeat before bed and i think i found something season seven episode six costume contest at approximately 13 minutes and 55 seconds into the episode you all can go check that right now Take your time. Uh, I believe when Michael dressed up as Daryl originally, he used blackface, but then cleaned it off. But not all of it. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. So he sent a picture, and you can, in fact, see. You can see. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You can see some sort of a smear behind his ear. Um, what so is says, that? He says behind. There's his no ear, way they would have done that. You can see some black paint or something, which leads me to believe he was going to use blackface, then decided against it, or did it, then wiped it off, but missed some. Let me know what you think. Oh my gosh! I so I so think that was establish. that was season what seven or what? Yeah, yeah. He said season seven, episode six. So we can establish right off the bat they they would make that joke. Because they make that joke with Nate during the yeah. Belschnickel Christmas. Yes. They're not Ugh. afraid. Because because he did have it wiped off yes. of his face. Yes, 100%. <laughs> oh uh, that's a super good argument for it. Yeah. I can't believe they'd do that. <laughs> it's, oh, it's pretty, that's pretty rough. It's pretty wild that they would actually go ahead and do something like that. Um, I would have to say... Um, that so yeah, you can clearly see there's some sort of smudge of something. The only thing you could say is it's some sort of coloring for the wig. Yeah, that's the only like argument yeah. you could give because he does have sort of a stereotypically loose afro wig on. Also, yeah, yeah, it's it's not great. Like, <laughs> Which does not look like Craig Robinson's hair. No, not at all. <laughs> oh wait. Okay, let me let me let me think this through. So he was in that episode before he he changed his outfit to be Daryl. He was MacGruber, right? He yeah. was MacGruber. MacGruber. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's soot yeah, it's, or something. So so he had that wig on. Yeah, that was the MacGruber wig, right? So he had to have dyed it black and got like, and he probably used toner ink just like Creed did, <laughs> and he got some on his neck. I have to say that's what happened because otherwise. <laughs> I I'm not a fan of the other option. <laughs> I don't like it, but I think it's correct. Um, I'm I'm gonna try to look up a picture of Michael Scott as McGruber, um, to see if he's got like some some like you know 
any sort of a smudge or yeah, anything. Yeah, I'm hoping that, he's that it's just like soot or dirt or something. Five seconds, MacGruber. He totally doesn't, guys. <laughs> he does not. He does not. Oh no! <laughs> there is there is no indication that he might have some sort of yeah makeup on. I, let me see. I'm finding more more photos. Of, What's the wig though that he's wearing? It's a it's a blonde wig, and it's very different. It's a different it's, wig it's altogether. It's long straight hair. Yeah, right? yeah. It's yeah. a long straight wig. Uh, Dang it! And so <laughs> I'm trying to look at other pictures of Michael to see if he has anything and i don't see anything else uh oh man guys oh that's pretty rough well so (laughs) here here's here's what we can say um number one taking it right back to that um if he wiped it off here let's 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 give jack some credit here though he says that there's there's two options he thinks that he he was going to do it um and he decided against it or did he or or he did it and then he wiped it off do you guys think do you guys I, think he did I it and wiped it off for the redemption factor <laughs> that he had he had thought about it and then decided it was a bad idea before he got through it i think the more realistic yep. option is that he was doing it in the bathroom and jim or somebody walked in hopefully not stanley and said something to him about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. They said, this is a terrible idea. You cannot do this. He's going to kill you. There is definitely... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's another picture of him like without the wig on, and there's definitely a, like, a lot of color around where oh, it's at. No. There's a, it's <laughs> like... Wait. <laughs> Because it totally it be glue or something to the bottom of the neck. Could it be like like they use for like fake I think mustaches it's and beards? I think it's stuff? I think, I think it's, it's dye from the wig. I think it's, yeah. I think it's wig. It's dye on the wig. Because if you look at this, it, there's like clearly like a line on his forehead of how far ahead that like wig went on his head. Um, yeah, and I think it's dye from like the wig. Okay, good. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. chalk it up there, he Jack. I a... voted in. We're gonna call it die from the wig. Die here, from here, the wig. Here, here we go, here we go, this. here we go. I but it, you I know what? I... Are you ready for it? Yeah. He had a red afro wig, like an orange afro wig <laughs> because clown. carrot top is one of his is one of his idols. Yeah. <laughs> and so he had okay. that for some prop comedy conference room meeting he did already and said, Wait, I can dye this with the toner cartridge or whatever in the bathroom and then got it all over himself yeah i love it i mean lock it that. in i let's, vote yes i like that, that so i want to get better than the alternatives <laughs> i want to give a shout out to jack though because what a catch yeah great yeah. catch, like, man. i've never noticed that and it makes you think and then you know you can go down this rabbit hole of are you serious? Yeah. Was Michael this stupid? Are we really? <laughs> are we really doing this? Are we really doing this? Because Daryl kill him. Yeah. Oh, oh Daryl. Well, anyone him. would kill him. Anybody I hope. I hope the whole him. office would kill him. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. God. Great stuff. Thank you, Jack, uh, for bringing that in. Tremendous. That's a good one. All um, right, AJ. You got a what if? I have a what if. Hit me. I you want me to do pretty... mine? Or you want to go? Um, if you. I don't mind either way. I don't mind either way. I think we could probably, we're probably going to be, we might be riffing on this one for a little bit. Might be chewing on it for a bit. Cool. Are you okay with that? Okay. All right. Yeah, let's go. 
All right, so we are going through. We we know that Michael likes to do team builders, right? <laughs> Here's my big what if. Uh, BJ BJ previously gave us a massive what if with something with what if Pam didn't do the coal walk? Yep. All right. So and it led to quite a string of like a, a series of events that would just spiral out of control. Yep. Uh, all things considered, so. I think um, Michael, he just absolutely loves his team builders. How, how can he become an inspirational speaker? How can he be a Tony Robbins who's just shorter? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. It's yeah. like how can he do it? Um, and he will he will find any reason that he can to get corporate to approve of him doing some sort of team builder, uh, inspirational speaking, you know, whatever it is. We are talking about the booze cruise. Yep. Okay. And Michael decides to do a booze cruise in the middle of January uh, with his entire his, his entire staff. And we also have uh, from corporate, uh, what's her name? Uh, Brenda. Uh, Brenda, thank you. you I was, was going to say Debbie. It's not Debbie. Uh, Brenda. Debbie Brown from the... De- De- Debbie from the Brown. Yeah. Um, so with Deborah, De- uh, uh, Deborah's there too. Brenda. Or Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> Brenda is also there, who is supposed to be be like also inspired by this like team builder. Is my understanding. I always thought initially she was like there for to be like um like kind of keep an keep supervisor yeah supervisor. Yeah. But she's actually yeah, there. That's what I thought. She's actually there to like keep like or learn as well from just like the other staff. So Michael does this booze cruise in the middle of January. What a terrible idea! Other than the fact that you're going on a booze cruise, he yep. forces everybody to go including Ryan, who they got a test to study for. And my thing is, what if they chose to go somewhere else and not on the booze cruise? So, like, what if they did a different team builder? Or they, what if they just, what if the booze cruise or team builder never happened, period? What if the team, what if what if it didn't happen? Or if they decided to do a different thing, Okay, right? So, okay. there's some pretty crucial pieces and parts to this. That happened on the booze cruise. Yeah, it's quite the pivotal ep- pivotal episode because um, I'll give you some things to go off of. Captain Jack. Yep. Captain Jack. Yep. Not only does he like uh, distract Dwight, make him go up to the front of the boat, uh, so him and Angela don't get much time together. Yep. We're gonna go a little bit bigger. We're gonna go. Uh, uh, Dar- uh, sorry, um, Roy does yep. not get. Uh, drunk, yep, and doesn't get the courage and and powwow from Captain Jack to go propose to Pam, yep, and then you have uh from there that stems even another thing, which led to Jim breaking up with Katie, right? So you have quite yep. the string of events here, um, and then of course Jim would obviously never confide to Michael his feelings for Pam, right? So right. a lot yep. of relationship stuff happening here. Um, do you guys have anything to throw in there before I kind of give you any of my ideas? Uh, B, do you want to start? I w- uh, well, I mean, you kind of nailed it on the head. It is a huge, like, Jim and Pam episode because that kind of, like, almost, like, locks in, you know, the, the wedding date, right? But that, yeah. in my opinion, locks in the Jim has this amount of time now to make a move. You know, right. Like before that, it was always open ended. They're engaged, but there's no date. It's kind of the forever engagement. And now there is an end date and a final like 
timeline that Jim has to make a decision. And that's, I think what he does on the ship. And that's why he breaks up with Katie. Like yeah. he knows in his head that, that Katie's not the person now. And he, he needs to figure some stuff out. I mean, he gets emotional on the deck. We've talked about booze cruise. I mean, how many times, right. But, mm-hmm. yeah. but no, it's it. but, but I agree. Okay. So if they didn't go on the booze cruise, let's just say they didn't have that team building like period and they didn't go to somewhere else or they didn't go somewhere where there's a lot of alcohol accessible. I think that, you know, Jim and Pam, uh, wouldn't have been, I, I don't think it would have led to Jim going to the other branch. Yeah. Like I think, I think he would have been like complacent in his relationship and the friend zone. What if I have a shot? Right. And I don't think he would have put in for the transfer. He wouldn't mm-hmm. have shot his shot at casino night. Um, and then everything would have been different from yeah. that. hundred percent. Um, Nick, anything? Yeah, no, I think that's fair. I think that, like you're saying, Jim was just sort of going to be in a place where he's just kind of holding out hope, you know, like, well, it's still just the forever engagement. Like, like you said, nobody's, nobody's set a date. There's no light at the end of the tunnel for that. There's no like event on the horizon. It's just, it's just, Hey, they're engaged, but they've been engaged for three years or whatever it is at this Mm -hmm. point. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think you're right. I think he just sort of sticks around with Katie for however long it takes for that to fizzle out before he realizes that, like, maybe they're not super compatible. Yeah. Which I have to imagine takes a while because it's Amy Adams in her late 20s, and goodness gracious, is she good looking. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, like, yeah, I think you're right. I think he doesn't put in for the transfer. I think he sticks around and just sort of holds out hope. But then I think the question sort of stems with, and I'm sure that AJ's got something for this, like, what happens with Pam and Roy? Like, do they eventually set a date? Does it just sort of fall off? Like, what happens from there, I guess, would be my question. Yeah. My my whole big thing was really from um, the fact that Roy would just, he would never have proposed. He would have never, like, or <laughs> proposed a second time. Set a date. He would have never set the date, right? So The first first one didn't count. Yeah, first one. <laughs> Roy said the first one didn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. And so... He would never have set the date, meaning, like you say, there would have been no pressure on Jim at this point, and he wouldn't have been, like, distraught, per se, yeah. meaning they definitely would not have broken up at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would have potentially left even a little bit more time for Jim and Katie to get to, like, a further place in their relationship. Um, I think that uh, Pam and Roy um, would have... Probably also, I think that they would have continued on the exact same way. I don't think that they would have like fizzled out per se. Sure. I think that they actually would have kept kept going on the same path of the same like, hey, yeah, we're going to get there eventually, whatever. Um, that's that's just what it was going to be. I think it would have, I think w- with them sticking together, or, or sorry, for Jim and uh, Katie staying together, would have also thrown a wrench into, uh, say, uh, threat level midnight, mm-hmm. um, like that. Yeah. That yeah. another thing, like he would have gone and been with Katie. I think, um, as we established, that was probably yep. her. He's blowing off. We yeah, we think that he was in fact blowing off Katie. I think that yeah. she would have then been at the uh, party that Jim throws. Yep. I yep. think we would have seen a lot more of Katie coming around. And although he still had these feelings for Pam, I think it's a different dynamic than like with Karen, she was seeing this like firsthand, you know? And 
and I like to think that Roy and Pam would have continued on, and then, uh, of course, I don't believe that Jim would have left yeah. Scranton, and he would not have tried to kiss Pam at that time. Well, yeah, because I think it, it goes yeah. back to what you said about Karen having to experience it firsthand, yeah. because their situation was so different, whereas like Jim and Katie even pre-booze cruise is sort of that situation where we've talked about a million times is like, it's the work husband, it's the work wife. Like it goes from this fairly harmless, fairly innocuous, like, um, you know, sort of flirty relationship at work as like, oh, it's never going to happen. She's engaged. I'm in a committed relationship. Like versus like what he had with Karen, um, having, having to experience what had happened with Pam, which is like, oh, he, you know, he made a move. He, professed his love he shot a shot like right this was a very real thing at one point in time versus yep. like oh he sort of had a work crush on her or whatever it may be you know yeah um if i were to yeah. take it just one step further if jim had not gone to this is this is the this is kind of the brain buster for me and i don't know how deep we really we really can go today but that leads me to jim doesn't go to stanford and that would mean the Stanford branch doesn't close. Oh, okay. And then so Scranton how would how would that would. affect? Yeah, how would that change? How would that have Josh? affected Josh? Well, I think that I think that Josh probably based on his performance with Jim coming in, I think that's how it affected him. Him also going to Staples and asking about the promotion. And say, being that. able to interview with Staples and saying, hey, here are my sales metrics. Here's yeah. the things that we've been able to done. We took it from, or we, that we've been able to do. We took it from, you know, X percentage to X percentage or right. whatever it is. So you think that would have affect? Yeah, because he would have been stuck with Andy Bernard. Yeah. That's <laughs> his number two. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the, yeah. The stagnant- I, I could almost argue the opposite, though, with uh, when Jim showed up as the project manager for Karen when she was supposed to do the cold calls or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he wasted an entire day with her looking for chips. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> like he might've actually slowed down performance on that particular Tuesday, but hey, otherwise man. I could give it to you. That'd be big things too. Cause then like, okay, I think Dwight and Angela end up together much earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's no duel. There's no Andy distraction. There's no yeah. period with the Senator after they both say we're not going to date her. Correct. Like, Okay. That's interesting. So I'm I'm saying that this this spirals and and it could I'm I I wouldn't know which way it would go because they're still going to have to decide between the Stanford and the Scranton branch. You know, yeah. It seems like of which one's yeah. going to close. I think it maybe what if what if it led to the closing of the Scranton branch then at that point? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's yep. it kind of runs deep actually. And and at that point, Jim's yeah. in a committed relationship with Katie, with Katie. and like. Is he going to really make the move to Stanford now that he's got something holding him there in Scranton? Right. And so, well, I don't she think can he'd... sell purses in Stanford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just her side. Maybe gig. she would have gone. <laughs> she's a she's a hashtag boss bitch. Okay. She does. Yeah. She owns her own business, and she you doesn't... too can own a yeah. piece of the own business. If you like purses she... and you like being your own boss, boy, does she have yep. the opportunity for you. <laughs> uh, yep. And so. Katie uh, seems like someone I would unfriend on Facebook because she's yeah, trying to get me into a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Katie's the person that at that that at your ten year high school reunion 
like tries to mention it in passing to every person she talks about and yeah. then facebook messages you three weeks later and it's like hey han yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with a couple exclamation marks <laughs> was well, so nice talking to you oh man uh you remember yeah. me telling you about the purses she uh she owns her she certainly er- owns her own business but she doesn't own her own damn car apparently Getting a ride, yeah. And shit. yeah. <laughs> how the how did she get those there? Yeah, are you telling me she just brought this like she got hundred gallon Rubbermaid tote full of purses with her to? Well, she yeah. had like a suitcase, it's like thing, a rolling suitcase thing. Yeah. So she's telling me she just lugged that thing on whatever Scranton's version of public transportation is because I yeah. can't imagine it's substantial. She said her ride. No, like, she got a ride on her. So well, she okay. said her she she got a ride from a friend or whatever, and they canceled. Yeah. Here's my theory. Uh, it was someone she was just starting to date, and he canceled because he's in love with the receptionist at his work. So, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> she gets broken up with the booze cruise, and she's like, fuck, not again, no! <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> uh, but AJ, I, I have to say, I love that your theory turns it that... Uh, it ends up closing Dunder Mifflin because my what if uh, does the opposite. Is that right? So, okay. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm uh, excited. We can always explore that kind of stuff a little bit later. Maybe shorten up the timeline and whatnot. Um, yeah. And uh, but yeah. So so let's see. Let's hear what you got there, BJ. I'm I'm excited for yours. Okay. So I mine's I got a lot to say. All so right. You guys can feel <laughs> feel free to. You can feel free to jump in okay. and and get your opinion, but I kind of have this thing written from beginning to end. Okay. Okay. BJ and says this, this, this is, is how I s- office fanfic chapter one. <laughs> chapter yep. two. This is right this now. is how I see this. This is how I see this going down. Okay. All right. And it it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna start a little dark. So just uh, just oh, just bear with me here on the on the first line. Cringe's mm-hmm. last episode. What if Michael? <laughs> Killed Meredith when he hit her with his car. Jesus oh Christ! My God. <laughs> oh my oh, God! Man. Okay, All you right. gotta hear me out. Okay, All I got right. a whole thing here. Oh man. Okay, so Michael hits Meredith with his car, and unfortunately, she she passes away. Or you know what? We don't even say she died. She she goes she goes into a coma. But either way, the police are after him. Yeah, right? that's super so, better. So in, <laughs> so instead of going into the office, he realizes what he's done and he, he makes a run for it and he goes <laughs> and hides out at, at Shroot Farms. He goes okay? off the grid. And, <laughs> yep, he goes off the grid to Shroot Farms. And because of, <laughs> he thinks Shroot Farms is off the grid. <laughs> yeah, I love it. For now, hold on. No, that's yeah. great. So, <laughs> so, so, and because of Dwight's obviously loyalty, he uh, he keeps him safe, okay? Yeah. So so okay. Dwight, Dwight gets... Dwight knows what's going on with Creed, and Creed helps out as well, and he gets Michael a new identity. Jesus Christ. And Mike, Michael moves to New York, and his new identity, of course, is Michael Scarn. Michael Scarn. Okay. 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 So, so Michael's hiding out at Creed's uh, apartment that we decided definitely exists in New York, because that's where he likes to retain his residency. Right, right. Yep. And. And he's now Michael Scarn because, of course, he's the, the dumbest at changing his name. He kept his first name the same. Yeah, of course. And, <laughs> okay, so, so uh, you know, word spreads around the office, basically kind of, you know, what happened. And, and Phyllis, of anybody, kind of starts to feel bad for Michael because she bullied him when they were in high school. This yeah. is a callback. Okay, callback. I like and, that. Tying it and all in. And because she... 
Yeah, because she runs the household, she forces Bob Vance to help him out with his mob ties. Oh my god! Wow. Okay. Okay. Right. Yes. So he gets he gets he gets Michael Scarn a a job as a low level front man for another business. He's now selling insurance with Grotti. Oh, my with Grotti. Okay. <laughs> Angelo Grotti. Angelo Grotti. Uh, uh, yep. Okay, so that's happening up in New York. Jeez. So back at the office. Um, if you look at the timeline here, uh, David Wallace would have just fired Jan and just promoted Ryan to, uh, be the new Jan, right? Sure. So, because Ryan is so brand new and all this happens so fast that David Wallace actually goes to Scranton with Ryan to help him kind of get started running the branch until they find Michael's replacement. Okay. Okay. Um, and so for, for the first time, David Wallace is now seeing how the operation is done at branch level. And he realizes how unproductive the branch is, and yet it's still the most profitable one that they have uh-huh. ever since the merge. Right? Okay. So he decided he decides to clean house and save the company money. So he fires Kevin first. Kevin's gone. Okay. He realizes that Creed's never even there, so he fires Creed. Creed's gone. He <laughs> fired Stanley. He fires Phyllis, and oh. he just gives all of their sales and clients to Dwight, and Dwight just absorbs them. Jeez. Okay. Okay. So, and then after working at the Scranton branch for, I don't know, it'd probably take 48 hours, he realizes how annoying Toby is and fires <laughs> him. Because everybody decides, butts heads with Toby. It, mm-hmm. And decides... It doesn't make sense for all these little branches to have an HR manager. Like corporate can just run HR from now on. No more HR at branch level. Sure. So he's like, we so got one annoying all- HR guy in Kendall at yep. corporate. That's plenty. And you think about it, every branch only has thirteen employees anyway. I'm yeah, sure why do you one need corporate one HR person guy for each branch. Yeah, yeah we- absolutely. What a waste. Right. So- so expense savings there. So after all this is said and done, obviously he ends up promoting Jim to branch manager. And Ryan um, then has to go to all the other branches and do the same thing that David Wallace did at Scranton. Because once he finally realized how much waste and like expense there, unnecessary expense there was. So it's finally the downsizing that's happening that was talked from episode one. Okay. Okay. Yes. So... So the the overall theory of this is the Scranton branch, if you did the math and it's very quick math would save probably all said and done. I put 250,000, but really thinking about it, it'd be probably closer to 300,000 a year in expenses um, that David just saves them. And doing that to all the branches would save well over a million dollars for the company, saving Dunder Mifflin from going under and having to sell the Sabre. So you've, okay. Okay. So, so Killing Meredith would have saved Dunder Mifflin. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're telling me that that you're now trying to paint David Wallace as the hero of Dunder Mifflin rather than the. He just had to get into the weeds. <laughs> he just had to get into the weeds. He's he's too busy flying <laughs> yeah. at fl- flying at ten thousand feet. You know. Yep. Yep. He, know. he couldn't really see what was going on. But uh, let me let me put a bow on this real quick. Okay? All right. <laughs> okay. Back in New York. Oh. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Michael Scarn uh, was now was you know running a fake front, and he was such a good salesman for it. He actually turned it profitable <laughs> for the insurance. <laughs> and but the unfortunate thing is he's also terrible at hiding, and the FBI finds him. Ah. And, but they offer Michael a deal: no jail time, 
for enough information on the mob organization to take it down. So okay. Michael has to wear a wire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, so so he takes the uh he takes a meeting with the mob boss of the of the mafia and uh, michael takes him out to chili's right and over some baby back ribs michael gets all the information he needs and he's pardoned for killing meredith and as payment the fbi puts him in witness protection sends him to colorado where he eventually meets holly who has just moved home to take care of her elderly parents and the rest is history oh my god <laughs> that's a lot to digest so he's just, <laughs> you're telling me that he still ends up in Colorado, and but he meets Holly in Colorado? Yeah, a lot of time has passed. So, oh, okay. So Holly, move, yeah, Holly moves at this point, and she's already there taking care of her parents, and they just, they just meet up because they're destined to be together. Would you like counterpoints right away? I don't. Yeah, go for I, it. I love all of that. Okay. Here's, here's where <laughs> I think the story would differ. A, I think it's early enough that Dwight is still is still uh, like hooked up with the Lackawanna County Sheriff's Office. I don't think that he could forgive Michael for killing somebody. I think he turns him in. Even if that doesn't okay, that- happen, I think Michael gets killed day one working for the mob <laughs> because he's constantly <laughs> making good fellas jokes and shit yeah. like that. Uh, I think I think he sits down at his desk and leans over to Angelo Grady and goes. As long as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster, and they kill him day one. I think I think he would go in like <laughs> trying to act like a gangster, but it all comes out as Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, it's just oh, yeah. I get no respect. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I think I think Michael gets dragged along to some like debt collection thing for the for the mob, and watches Angelo Grady break some poor guy's thumbs with a tack hammer, and he's like, yeah. "Oh my god! Oh my god!" <sighs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i think i think michael gets killed like within a week of working for the mob because a he can't probably b he's finally living inside a movie yeah and he can't handle that and c he's got no stomach for violence or anything like that i think uh i think i think initially but i enjoy um, that a lot that's all excellent (laughs) I think I think he <laughs> I think when he goes to hide out with uh, Dwight, like you say, I think Dwight would give him up right away, but he would actually pretend and he would say, yeah, he's like, Michael, you can you can stay here as long as you need. We I know where to keep you. And it's he said then he's got a talking head. And he talks about how, yeah, actually, you know, during the Civil War, like uh, the home was actually used as part of the, you know, Underground Railroad or something or for hiding, hiding yeah. my slaves and yeah. things. He's like, so we actually have like underneath the floorboards, blah, blah, blah. And then he comes back around and he's called the police and he says, he's like, turns out it was actually a front for when like my great grandparents were actually helping the other, the South, the other side. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, and so yeah. he's, he's staying true to his colors and, and turning him around, like helping him hide, but then turning him in. <laughs> I love yeah. the idea of Dwight That's leading <laughs> Michael <is> Nazi down. grandparents. <laughs> I love yeah. the idea of Dwight leading Michael down like this hidden cellar entrance to this like <laughs> underground railroad spot and they turn on the lights and it's just Moses' bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> he's, just, yeah. Like, ah, ah. he's playing with something down yeah. there. His trains, like yes. Dwight's trains and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's that's that's why they call that's it the, the underground, underground railroad. railroad. <laughs> 
Oh, we did it. <laughs> yeah, we can take you down. It's like this is where the Underground Railroad was. That's what it is. Oh, my God. Because Dwight is into trains. We know that from when he was staking it out, staking out Daryl with Toby. It's his great-grandfather Manheim's, Manheim's. Like, <laughs> like just antique train collection and stuff down there that Moe's is playing with. I, I imagine oh, Moe's. This took a, con- a whole new turn. I <laughs> imagine Moe's with a conductor's hat on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's still got the shirt that says fear on it. Michael's, oh my God, yeah. here it is. Here's your, here's your cut for the end of the episode. Mose has got the has got the conductor hat on. Michael is carrying like a letter box full of all of his shit from the office that he took when he ran. Yes. And Michael, it's a it's a shortcut to Michael as he pulls out the train the horn train wooden whistle. toy from the box and toots it, and then it cuts to black. End of series. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, that All is right. that is great. Wow, that, that was, was fun. Stuff. I just had a, we had a lot of fun on that one. That was a fun lazy scram. Yeah. I dig that. That was a fun lazy scram. Guys, these are, yeah, these are nice. This is why you show up for the lazy Scrantons because we, we're going to take it from whether or not Dunder Mifflin Scranton even closes, if they do, if they don't, and what would happen if Michael truly went off the grid after killing <laughs> Meredith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, I love all of that. That's all excellent stuff. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much again for stopping by to Scotch and Splenda, Lazy Scranton, the Electric City. Uh, we call it that because the electricity, because the electricity. Yeah. Uh, if you guys, uh, have anything you want to add into this, you know, you can get in our lazy screens and even our full episodes by writing a review, uh, when you're leaving a five star review and, and giving us your fan theory at the same time, write in that fan theory, email it in, uh, scotch and Splenda podcast at gmail.com all spelled out. And then you've also, uh, got us on any social media at Scotch Splenda. And last but not least, guys, we've got that voicemail. Make sure you're sending it in. It is 319-359-7977. So 319-359-7977. So go leave a voicemail right now so we can get it ready for the next episode. That is bloopers. Bloopers. We can't wait. Everybody's breaks, everybody's good times. Oh, yeah. Anywhere on social media you can find me, I'm AJ Venz, A-J-A-Y-V-E-N-S. That's AJ Venz, anywhere on social media. What about you, Beach? You can also find me on Instagram and TikTok with I am the Beach. That's Beach, B-E-E-J. Follow me on both of those platforms. Uh, You can find me, Nick Morella at just about anything at Nick Morella. That's N-I-C-K-M-E-R-U-L-L-A. Find me at uh, Twitch. That's where you'll probably see the most action from me. Otherwise, you can see me on uh, Twitter. If you like beer and whiskey stuff, find me on Instagram at Morella Nick. Because uh, and I've done some I've done some research on this. I, I falsely accused him of being from New Jersey. That bastard Nick Morello is from Philadelphia. <laughs> what a who follows me followed me out of spite on Instagram. But you can uh, you can follow me there on uh, Morello Nick. All right, guys, thanks again so much for listening to Scotch and Splenda. Next time we will catch you on the flippity flip. On the flippity flip. On the flippity flip. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs>